Mentorship is a must if you want to be successful in business. The truth is, we don't know everything. We can read, we can go to school, we can even watch all of the videos YouTube has to offer. But there are some parts of business that can only be learned through experience. Mentors are people who allow us to tour their lives, good, bad, and ugly, so that we can learn from their mistakes without having to make them first ourselves. In this episode, mentor and entrepreneur Tanya Morris shares about her experiences with mentorship and how it's not only shaped her life as a mentee or a recipient, but has allowed her to shape the lives of countless others around her. Such a great conversation. You don't want to miss it. Keep listening. You're tuned in to season two of the Britney Smith podcast. This season, we're talking about all things branding and business building for the female entrepreneur. We've got experts on everything from Facebook groups to trademarking. You're going to want to take notes. So sis, get your beverage, your pen, and your Britney Smith podcast notebook and take some notes because it's about to go down. Stay tuned. Hey, ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Britney Smith podcast. I'm your host, Brittany N. Smith. And today I have a good friend of mine on the show. She is an entrepreneur. She is a female founder. She is a cheerleader for moms in business. She is a community resource for women in business. And so I want to share with you today, Tanya Morris of Mom Your Business. Um, And she is, like I said, all the things that I listed and then some. (laughs) So I'm really excited to have her on the show today. Tanya, thank you so much for joining me. I am so happy to be here, Brittany. I'm so, so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Awesome. No problem. Um, So ladies, as you know, this season of the Britney Smith podcast is a working season, which means every episode you ought to be taking some notes. So go ahead and get your Britney and Smith podcast notebook out uh, because Tanya is getting ready to drop some nuggets for us. And so um, Tanya, I just want you to get started by telling us in your words, who you are and what you do. So, um, My name is Tanya T. Morris, as you know. I am the president and founder of Mom Your Business, and our mission is simply to help uh, Black and brown female founders turn obstacles into opportunities through education, mentorship, and connection to capital. And so, you know, really, I spent the majority of my career in nonprofit, and so um, I've done everything from being a case manager, job coach. I ran a free income tax preparation site, ran a energy efficiency program, an outreach coordinator. You name it, I pretty much have done it in nonprofit. And so I really look at Mom Your Business as really the culmination of bringing all of that work together in addition to having been a reporter and an author, bringing all of that together because I really started mentoring when I was working in nonprofit. And even though when we started Mom Your Business back in 2017, I honestly did not know what it was going to be or what we were going to do. But one thing I was certain of is that it would have a mentorship component. And so from that, we've continued to build and continue to grow. And really, uh, I'm excited about where we are and where we're going. 
Awesome. 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 And there are so many different avenues that we could go with this conversation. We could talk about the power of mentorship. We could talk about the importance of creating opportunities for people um, who either are in a different situation than you or people who are coming up after you. That's an important principle that I think we should live by. We could also talk about um, funding and capital for our businesses, because I know that there are some people listening right now who are in a position where they need money. Like, let's just, let's just be honest. Like it takes money to make money. Um, And I think that a large reason why our community does not um, get the funding is simply because we don't know. Um, You know, we don't know what resources to tap into. We don't know what pieces of information are required when approaching a bank or approaching an investment firm. We don't know that, that it's out there for us. We don't know about the free money. There are millions of dollars of free money that are just waiting to be um, taken up, <laughs> basically, um, by us. So, um, Tanya, let's start with let's start with the power of mentorship. Mm. Um, I myself am a product of true, real mentoring, yeah. um, not just in my business, but just in my life. So, so talk to us about why mentorship is so important. Well, I would start that really, Brittany, by saying that I, I honestly believe that outside of marriage, one of the most organic relationships that you can have is a mentoring relationship. And the reason I say that from my own personal experience is that There's not one person that I've mentored or who has mentored me that it was one of those things where, hey, be my mentor or, hey, you know, can you mentor me or any of that? It always grew out of an organic uh, from an organic place of love and concern and really seeing the potential Um, in someone. And so when I think about mentorship, because a lot of times what has happened is that people have begun to really kind of see mentorship and coaching kind of interchangeably um, and almost in a ways as being the same thing, but they're very, very different. Uh, And when I talk about mentorship, mentorship really is um, the mentor really pouring into a mentee, depositing into a mentee uh, their experiences, good and bad, um, their, their, um, their accomplishments, their achievements, their goals, all of those things um, that God has given them to share. That's what a mentor really does. Whereas though a coach pulls out of you everything that God has already deposited into you. And so when I look at mentorship from that perspective, I really believe um, that it is the it is so paramount to shaping our lives. You know, when I look at where I am in ministry, I attribute that to one of my spiritual fathers, right? And the mentors that I've had in that way. When I look at my business and as we're developing, there are people that I have just kind of like latched onto and said, you know, you know, that I that I would just follow them, that I haven't even some I've never even met face to face that have just kind of come into my life during the season that we're in now with this pandemic uh, that I call my virtual mentor that I can tap into and, and gain knowledge and resources and information. So I think it's just a critical organic relationship um, to, to really develop you both personally and professionally. Awesome. Absolutely. I totally agree. 
1000%. So as a mentor, would you say that the mentor relationship or the mentorship relationship is two ways that both sides can benefit? And if so, how? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I talk about this in my book, The Power of One, How to Impact Lives by First Changing Your Own, that there's not been one mentoring relationship where as the mentor that I have not gotten something from the mentee, right? Like there's not one relationship that I can say, it was just me pouring, pouring, pouring. I mean, I have a, a young lady, she's in California now. She was 14 when I met her, a filmmaker. Um, and and Anaya was probably the first teenager. And I even remember having this conversation with the Lord, like, you know, I don't really do teens, dad. You sure about this particular one? Yep, I'm, I'm certain. And Anaya has been such a blessing to my life through her watching her grow right and 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 the contributions that she's made because she was a filmmaker the eye that she had uh relative to everything from you know the videos miss tanya i think you need to do this a little differently or you know you need to look at this this way or let me fix this or whatever the case may be so it's always a two-way relationship and even with a young lady who actually lives with me now and i've known her since she was a teenager because uh, she was the wash girl at my at the salon I went to, and and the, the stylist asked me to mentor her, and I was like, Nani, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But as time went on, and we started this T-shirt company um, called Girlification, and then she, you know, went on to do other things. I went back to do other things, and you know, Samia has been such a a, a valuable part of my life. Really, being a daughter that I never had. I have twin sons, Isaiah and Jeremy. Um, so even from that aspect, bringing that part into my life. So it's it's definitely a, a relationships that goes both ways. Absolutely, absolutely. And I have had similar experiences. Um, and the funny thing is, you kind of attract right? The, the mentees that are similar to you in ways, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a, a young lady I'm thinking of right now. Hey, precious. Her name is precious. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and she, when I met her, she was in high school. I was either just out of college or about to graduate. And, um, she was me. <laughs> right. She was me. And so right. we developed a relationship then, But like you said, over time, you kind of see like this kid has potential. This kid can go places. This this now young woman is like and you get to watch them grow and morph right before your eyes. And so Mm -hmm. I think one of the greatest rewards of mentorship as a mentor is really watching the product. Yes. Watching the development, watching them win, Um, you know, watching them overcome their challenges watching them apply the advice that you gave them. Come on, somebody. Yes. <laughs> Even Using if it is it. the fifth mm-hmm. time or sixth time that you told them. <laughs> yeah. Watching them put it in action. That's right, Brittany. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Um, so, so no, so I, I enjoy mentorship, both on the, the giving end and the receiving end, because I have a mentor um, as well. And like you said, it's just a beautiful relationship that both, um, both sides can benefit from. Um So if you are someone who is looking for a mentor, Mm -hmm. what are some of the things I should look for in a mentor? 
Well, I think you hit on it. Those things that that you have in common, um, you really want to look for somebody who is stable. (laughs) And I want to be very plain with that. Somebody um, who is not. And when I say stable, I don't mean somebody that's not organized. That kind of. I mean somebody that's that's stable. You know, they 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 have balance in their life. You know, they. They're, they're spiritually mature, things that are, are stable um, in, in such a way that they, you know, that they're not flighty. They're not going to be up one day and down the next. They're going to be a viable contributor to your life and, and really provide balance. So I, I really think stability uh, is one thing. Maturity is, is certainly something else because um, we've all maturity varies because of the experience level and the way uh, things are information is changing. So, so daily right now, I have a young man and I tease him. I call him son mentor because um, he's been doing kind of the business accelerator program that we're doing now. Uh, he's been doing that longer than I have, but he's my son's age. So I tease him all, you know, I tease him all the time uh, when we talk about the things that, that, um, that he does and how he's been the contribution I've uh, been contributing to to the work that we're doing. Um, so, but he's mature in that area than I am, you know. So it's something that I can glean uh, from him and that I can learn from him. So those are just a couple of things. And I think also, you know, it depends on um, where you're looking for the mentorship at. Is it in the spiritual aspect? Is it in your personal life? I have a friend of mine, um, my girlfriend Sonia. Her and her, her and her husband Terry, they have marriage mentors. You know, when they first got married. So I think it also depends on on what area of your life you're looking for that mentorship into. Awesome, and I'm glad I'm glad that you made that point that. Um, you can have a mentor for the different areas of your life. Um, And especially even as we grow through seasons, um, mentorship is not always for a lifetime. That's right. right. Like sometimes you have a mentor that's just for a season of your life. Um, So even now, right, I have my spiritual mother who is my mentor in all things ministry. um, And she just so happens to be in the industry of business coaching and leadership. Um, so she's also a mentor in that area. Um, but I'm looking for a mentor who is um, an expert in the design industry, right? The graphic design industry, web design industry, right? So I'm looking for a mentor who's in that that different space. Um, and so, and then, you know, like you said, there can be marriage mentors you, that you and your husband are, are under, right? And so again, for us, my husband and myself, that just so happens to be our pastors because mm-hmm. they have a strong marriage and a strong marriage ministry. So we always go to them like, hey, that's right. <laughs> you know, um, I look up to his mother, you know, she's a motherly mom. Like she's just a mom, like capital M O M. So when I have mothering challenges, I can go to her or my mom. Right. So, um, it's definitely important to kind of highlight that. And so ladies, for those of you who are listening, who are looking for a mentor, I challenge you to identify what areas of your life in which areas of your life you need mentorship. Um, and like, like I just described that sometimes 
you know, a mentor can can kind of hit a couple of different areas, which is cool. Um, but sometimes you may need to have, you know, different people for different areas. So I want you to write down right now in your notebook, write down either the area, an area that you know you need mentorship or a person that you already know, like you already know, like you just haven't approached them yet. You already know that they're supposed to mentor you. Um, I want you to write that down. And even just as I said that, and Tanya, I know you can speak to this. Mentorship requires humility. Mm. Hello. Yeah. (laughs) It requires humility. Why? Because you have to be willing to show the lowest parts of yourself to someone so so that they can have access, so they can assess the situation and then guide you according to the truth of who and where you are. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk about, let's talk about it. Let's talk about, um, the importance of accountability Mm. as it relates to a mentorship relationship. Like I, I, I feel like you have a story or something that you can share (laughs) (laughs) about the role of accountability and why it will make or break your mentorship relationship. Well, accountability is everything, um, Brittany. You hit you hit the nail on the head. It is absolutely the most critical component of mentoring um, because if we are not accountable to each other, then how can we build and grow and ensure that we are working towards your goals of going from where you are to where it is that you want to be? Right. And one of my biggest pet peeves with 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 mentees and I got and I definitely got stories of the mm-hmm. ones who call and ask um for instruction or ask for direction um and then not that I'm always right but then go and do it the complete opposite way <laughs> and wonder why they failed <laughs> and yeah. then and wonder why you failed and and right. and you know you have to be you know, uh, accountable in that. And I don't do the, I told you so thing. Uh, I, I listen, um, and, and I ask the right, I know how to ask the right questions. Uh, so what is it that you think happened in this instance? Right. What is it? What, what, where did the breakdown occur? You know, I know the right questions to ask because I want you to have that aha moment where you say, well, you know, this is where, um, where I probably uh, deterred in the wrong. And then we build from there. And I don't, you know, we don't hang on to that stuff. We move on to the next. And so those are the, the accountability is absolutely critical. And that's on both ends. That's me showing up when I'm asked to. That's me being accountable to you when, when I need to be. And so, you know, it works both ways, but the accountability is absolutely critical. Yes, ma'am. Listen, ladies, if you want to see real lasting success in your life and in your business, you have to be accountable to somebody. Okay. And that's not even just that's life, that's business, even and and spiritually as well. For those of you who are women of faith on here, accountability, it's in every single area of your life, because you have to have somebody in your corner that you answer to that can say, hey, sis, your glasses are crooked. Hey, sis, you got a stain on your shirt. Hey, sis, sat down, right? Like you need need somebody that can tell you that because if you think about it, like in a real practical way, you can't see yourself. You can't see yourself unless there's a mirror in front of you. 
And those people around you that that are able to hold you accountable, they serve as your mirror, the mirror to your life. Um, and, you know, we women are interesting creatures. And so we'll be having a day or we'll be going through something and we think we're going through it well and with flying colors, but everybody on the outside can see that we're struggling. And so we have to have people in our lives that we can hear from to say, hey, you're struggling and you need some help. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That is, um, Ooh, we could, we could be there all day. All day. So, um, awesome. So I, I, like I said, I love, um, the, the mentorship relationship and, um, it's crucial to success in business because one, we don't know everything. Right. And two, there are doors that we will walk through that we can't open ourselves. And so, yeah. And so your mentors, um, also can serve role in that way. You know, I am literally, living in a space of new relationships and new connections because of the relationship I have with my mentor. She connected me to one person, that one person connected me to like 10 people, um, you know, that, that are just amazing people. So my network literally just increased like 10 to 15 people in the last two weeks because of one connection that I made through my mentor. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so that's another, another thing too. So, um, I kind of want to kind of flesh out as a mentee, oh, this is a good question. All right. As a mentee, how can I best honor or thank my mentor for their role in my life? Mm. Yeah. By being successful? Bingo. That's a big one. <laughs> By being successful. It ain't even about doing what, you know, what I've instructed or advised. It's just really being successful um, and really applying the knowledge and the information and the resources. You know, I'm a big believer that your mentor should really exceed you, Mm -hmm. right? Meaning Mm -hmm. your mentee, excuse me, um, should really go beyond um, the areas of your life in some some respect. And so like, for example, when I look at Anaya, I always wanted to be a filmmaker when I was in college. I was, I wanted to be the black, black spike. I wanted to be the female Spike Lee. And when I look at Anaya now being in California shooting videos, um, you know, she's already made two films and just really being successful. Right. Then when I got to the entrepreneurship thing, you know, even still, I still would like to at some point have some type of maybe storefront. I don't know if that's going to be our co-working space or that we're planning um, possibly for next in the next year or two. But when I look at Samia, she's got a storefront, you know, she's got a product. Like I honestly believe that um, the way that you do that is really by being successful and achieving those things that you really sought out through that mentor relationship. That's an excellent, excellent answer. Um, and I think people overlook that sometimes, um, they don't look at the fact that if I am successful, it really is a great reflection on my mentor. You know, they get to say, not, I did that, but I did that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and, and that is, again, as a mentor, that is one of the most rewarding things about the relationship is being able to see your people soar. And that's right. That's right. Um, that's what I live for. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I just want to add even like a smaller, a, a much smaller practical side of that. Um, if you want to honor or thank your mentor, it's okay for you to take them to lunch. <laughs> it's know? okay. I will yeah. go, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I, you know, a lot of time um, spent as a mentor is over, I'm going to put air quotes around it, over lunch. We're having conversations, we're having dinners, we're having, you know, late night text threads, we're having these conversations. Um, And so I really am a firm believer in turning around and saying thank you. Um, You know, I am, I'm trying to figure out ways like, okay, Lord, blow me up financially so I can turn around and give my mentor a hundred thousand dollars off of, off of my overflow. You know what I'm saying? Because I just applied so much and now I just have all this money and I can be a blessing, right? Like that's the, (laughs) that's the kind of thing I'm trying to do um, to say thank you, you know? And I think it's important that we do that, that we say thank you to those who poured into us and continue to pour into us. Um, So yeah, yeah. Um, So let me ask you this, Tanya, if someone were looking for, looking for mentors, um, I know that sometimes they, you had mentioned they, that the relationship happens organically. Yes. Um, but where, if I don't have people readily around me that are just like mentorship material, where do I look for mentors? Well, I think, uh, again, like I mentioned the whole uh, virtual thing, right? Like you know, I've developed, I call her my virtual mentor, uh, who is uh, Arlen Hamilton. She's one of the big VCs, venture capitalists out here today. Well, I call my virtual mentor, <laughs> you know? So again, I think it's, it's, it's about not necessarily about the formal, but it can also be very informal. And you said this earlier about these relationships being seasonal. Um, and so you can look uh, to social media right now. One thing, if there was anything good that came out of this time that we've been in with this pandemic, is that people have become more responsive via social media than they ever have been. Um, you can talk to just about anybody on social media right now. Um, I've seen folks encouraging cold calls and, and things of that nature. So, you know, um, so there's, so there's that. There are also different organizations that, you know, that specialize um, in mentorship. Like if you, if you're looking for a, a female business mentor, uh, we can pair you up with someone. That's something that 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 we we, we strive on doing. Um, there's also again, you know, your local your local church. Um, there's your uh, a business associations or organizations that you may be a part of. You know, from sororities or you know, 100 Black Women or some other type of organization. Um, they're all different types of ways. There there are people right within your immediate circle that you might not even necessarily be thinking of in that in that vein but have something to contribute to your life so um i think it really starts with what it is that you're looking for and then developing a process of how you want to identify them and engage them um in some type of capacity right absolutely absolutely awesome so we're gonna we're gonna make a big pivot here We're going to make a big pivot here uh, for our last couple of minutes, because like I said in the beginning, y'all, Tanya can talk about a lot of different areas of business. But one of the things that I feel is crucial right now um, is funding. So watch what I'm about to do here. (laughs) 
about to make this connection. So a part of, right. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're, you've been listening for a couple of episodes, you're tuning in for encouragement, you're tuning in for guidance, you're tuning in for direction. So essentially you're tuning in for mentorship, right? Bam, tied it in. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) I like how you did that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so a part of what I want to, to, well, what I want to help Tanya impart to you today um, is just some some ways to tap into funding for your business. And so, Tanya, what I want you to share is um, one of your many stories about how funding has changed your business. Funding has changed what you've been able to do through your business. And maybe there's a there's a story in there where one of your mentors connected you to funding. I don't know. Um, but but let's kind of shift to talk about um, the funding side of business and how to get access and maybe with the story. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, one of the um, one of the honestly, one of my mentors did and, and I'm, and I'm, I'm going to share. I'm going to share how, how so, because she introduced me to something that I really wasn't familiar with, which was the pitch competition. Mm. Um, and so Shelly Bell is the um, president and founder of Black Girl Ventures. They're a national nonprofit organization that helps um, Black women with access to increase access to capital through primarily pitch competitions. Um, and that was really how they started. And so, um, one of the things that has been so beneficial in that in that realm is is under is learning um, the to navigate through this pitch competition world, right? And so we we've won, and I've won a couple of pitch competitions, um, but more importantly, I've helped uh, several women to win pitch competitions. I have a young lady uh, who came to us. Judith came to us. She had never pitched before. She had never um, really talked about her business in public. And after a year of working with her around uh, telling her story about her business and um, how to incorporate that into a pitch competition, uh, directing her on getting a pitch deck done and what the elements of that pitch deck looked like, uh, she won um, $6,000 in the last, BG, nice. last BGV um, pitch competition. Um Another another young lady, um, uh, Ashley Peach Brown, we call her Peach. Uh, Peach had been in several pitch competitions and had never won. Uh, worked with us for about three to four months, won $10,000 in the last Ooh. pitch competition that she was in. And so those, uh, when you see opportunities and you may look at them and go, oh, I don't know what that, a pitch competition, what is that? What do they want you to do? Am I? And another thing that, you know, a lot of things, something else that people do a lot of times, Brittany also is um, that whole, um, well, are they going to steal my business idea? If I pick, like, right. stop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, folks have better things to do. They try to give you money. <laughs> so, you know, so so that's one way. And then, you know, post George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, there's been millions of dollars just, just that are just out here um, uh, that we have not taken full advantage of. And there have been instances also where we have not been given the opportunity to access some of the capital that is out here. Uh, the PPP loans are a prime example of that because, you know, less than 12% of black owned businesses actually got PPP loans 
yet, and I was talking to a, a friend of mine about this last week, almost $800 billion is, is gone missing. They don't know what happened to it through the PPP program. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so there's, there's also been, uh, you know, instances of systemic racism that have prevented us from accessing certain, certain levels of capital, but you have to be able to navigate this terrain. There are all, there all kinds of things out there through groups like I Fund Women um, and Hello Alice. And there are so many other organizations out there that have great opportunities to access capital for your business. You know, you, one of the greatest um, challenges for business and Black female-owned business in particular is access to capital. We get less than 1% of venture capital funding, less than 1%. Wow. Um, and so when you look at that number, that's why so many of us get stuck bootstrapping. You feel like you bootstrapping, bootstrapping, bootstrapping. Um, we have to come up with other creative ways uh, to raise money. And um, another one is crowdfunding. I'm, I'm big on crowdfunding as well. Um, working with a couple of ladies right now around a crowdfunding campaign. Um, and so those are just some of the ways. Uh, that you can really increase your access to capital, uh, but you got to be creative and you got to do the work to, to identify those opportunities. Creative and do the work. Getting funding is not for lazy people. <laughs> not at all. They're going to fall in your lap and they're going to fall out the sky. Yes, 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 yes. So thank you for laying those things out. I think we're going to have to have an offline conversation about crowdfunding um, because I'm doing my own research with that now. And it's like, whoo, yeah. it sounds good. So you got to do the work. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's a, crowdfunding can be a lot of work. We did a small campaign when I started Mom Your Business. Uh, we raised about $5,000 in, in less than less than 10 days uh, right. through an organization called Kiva. Um, and Kiva is really unique because it's not your typical crowdfunding. It's basically a low interest loan, which meaning zero percent that you repay you repay back over a period of time. But you know, since then we've had such an additional. Um, it brought a lot of additional exposure to us as well, and uh, helping us to do that. So there are others. Uh, we're working with Gary uh, Johnson, who's one of my one of my mentors that I mentioned earlier, um, who works with WeFunder, which is another platform. There are tons of platforms out here now, and I didn't even know how many there were <laughs> until right, I started right. to really do the research. Uh, but there are opportunities out here, and if you you have to. Uh, what I'm learning, though, is that you have to really, really map that thing out and really do a, a real full blown campaign. And Brittany, I know you would be successful at it because of the skill set that you have um, around marketing and um, and graphic design, which is really at the heartbeat of a, a successful crowdfunding campaign. Wow. Woo. All I hear is work, 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 work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for that. Um, so, ladies, I hope you got something um, from that. I, I tried to give y'all just a taste. We might have to bring Tanya back to talk about the, the capital, um, getting capital for your business you know, at length, because I know that there's more of a, a wealth of information that she's sitting on with regards to that. Um, but definitely... Just a quick recap, making sure that you are looking for, if you don't already have a mentor, um, if not 
for your life than at least for your business. Because like I said, you can't see yourself and you need someone who can see, um, kind of step back and see the whole picture so that you can go forward with wisdom and clarity. Um, and then secondly, um, recognizing that there is funding out there for you, for your business. Um, and so you just have to, one, like she said, be creative. And two, you have to do the work. Amen. (laughs) So Tanya, um, how can we, um, get in touch with you? Do you have something that, that we can take advantage of right now? What you got going on? So we are getting ready for our second founders, the funders cohort. (laughs) So that launches November the 6th. We will have a kickoff mixer on Wednesday, November the 3rd, which I can certainly um, provide a a link to that. Founders, the funders, I think it's founders, the funders cohort to dot eventbrite.com or something like that. Um, So that's coming up. Uh, Actually, Tonight, I know this episode will be live, but tonight I will be um, hosting the Black Girl Ventures Philadelphia Pitch Competition. I'll be doing that later on later on this evening. I'm moderating a panel for the Ben Franklin, um, for Ben Franklin Technology, moderating the panel for the Angel Venture Fair, which is another investment arm of folks that's called Angel Investors. That's a that's a whole whole nother whole nother realm of of of, uh, of fundraising. So those are the things that we have coming up. And then in the new year, we're going to be really busy because we're going to be bringing back our mentors, music and munchies, uh, which is like a speed mentoring opportunity um, that we do over like a coffees and conversations kind of thing. We used to do it only once a month, which was national mentoring month in January, but starting in the new year, we're going to be doing it every month where folks, ladies can come together and get some on-spot spend speed mentoring. Um, and then we'll be doing, I think, tanks as well, which is like a whiteboard session uh, on steroids. It's just, you know, nothing but just whiteboarding for like two or three hours until you leave with some actionable, um, practical steps for growing your business. Wow. 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 So ladies, if you are in the tri-state area, I'm sure some of these events are virtual or hybrid. Um, but if you're in the tri-state area, you want to make sure that you visit momyourbusiness.com. Um, and there's, there's a founders to funders website as well, right? Yep. Founders to funders.org. Founders to funders.org. So both of those will be in the show notes. Um, but you want to make sure that you connect with Tanya online, um, because as you can see, she's got lots of resources and events for you, just for you. Um, and, you know, and, and you need to invest in yourself. OK, this podcast is free, but investment into your own success is not. <laughs> so Say you that are- Yeah. Yeah. You want to make sure you do that. So Tanya, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Um, I've got some information. I'm about to go and dig into that angel investor space because I kind (laughs) of have an idea. Like I kind of know what an angel investor is, but um, I want to do do my my research, um, you know, as I am looking for funding for these I have two business ventures that are sitting in my head, like, hmm, which one should I do? And it, it kind of feel like I need to kind of start both at the same time. So we'll see. We'll we see. will see. Um, but thank you, ma'am. Any words before you go? It's been my pleasure. Um, I certainly uh, kind of an honor to share with you all. Uh, Brittany's one of my favorite people on the planet. So uh, you're getting good information and good resources. 
from her. And um, listen, whatever you do, uh, do it with power, do it with energy and do it the best that you can do it. Yes. And yes. Thank you so much. All right, ladies, listen, you heard it here. This was another working episode of the Brittany Smith podcast. We will see you next week. Keep that notebook flowing. I want you to apply something that you learned today. Every week, I want you to apply something from each episode. Um, But we will see you next week on the Brittany Smith podcast. Bye. What was your biggest takeaway? How are you going to put what we talked about into practice? Let me know. Review this episode and then send a screenshot of your review to info at BrittanySmith.com. And I'll send you my free digital podcast note keeper where you can easily store your notes from each info packed show. And girl, guess what? I'm hosting a free three-day virtual summit for female entrepreneurs called Paid to Create. Build it, brand it, monetize it. I'm so excited because we're doing this December 5th through 7th, 2021 from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single night for three days. Each night, we've got four sessions with amazing experts sharing practical tips and strategies for you to build, brand, and monetize your business. The summit is taking place live in the Branding and Networking for Female Entrepreneurs group on Facebook. You don't want to miss this, especially as we're preparing for 2022. You can visit www.getpaid2create.com. That's getpaid, the number two, create.com to get more info and to sign up. We'll see you at the summit. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another business who needs to hear today's show. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Branding and Networking for Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group. Don't forget to check out those show notes for all of today's important links. And we'll see you next time on the Britney Smith Podcast.